0: everyone welcome back to another episode of sublime soul surrender this is your host cosmos md here alone i have not done this yet and i'm really excited to do this to have some conversations with all of you alone i love being with everyone who has given me so much of their time to share their wisdom, to share thoughts, to be a part of this collective. And I appreciate every single one of them. And there will be many, many more coming up. So I want to honor everybody who has made Sublime Soul Surrenders success possible from season one and season two. And I also want to honor the space that is provided by the existence of this podcast to have conversations about things that may be more personal and private that I haven't had a chance to talk about all of you with. So today is Sunday, and it is the 27th of February. It's a really important day for me personally, because this is when my father died 11 years ago. And on a day like today, I honor him. I celebrate him. Funny thing is I honor him and I celebrate him all year long, twenty four hours a day, all the time. So it's not like I don't honor him all the time, but when you think about birthdays and anniversaries, that why do we do that? Why do we create one day that we like to focus or have a larger imprint in our soul or in our mind about something or somebody? And for whatever that reason may be, that we need to do that as humans, this day, the day my father left, is a day I like to honor him. And I think back about how that began and how it has evolved. And it's become what we call Daddy's Day. I used to call him Daddy. My son doesn't have a father of his own. And so when he was young, he called my father daddy as well. So we all refer to him as daddy. And the imprint of a father on a child's life and the imprint of an absence of a father on a child's life is something that is so incredibly personal from one person to another. I wanted to share a bit of my relationship with my father and what His absence has meant to me. It's interesting how in my father's non-existence in the physical form on this planet, his presence has felt more to me in my life. And I think a lot of that comes from calling him in. The whole idea of you need to be with somebody in spirit versus you need to be somebody in physical form definitely changes the freedom, I think, that we bring of wanting to speak to somebody. As in, if he was alive, I would call him. I would talk to him. I would make time to be with him. I wouldn't really think so much about calling him in his spirit because he's already existing. When he died, the tragedy for me was gigantic I was very, very close to him, and in so many ways, he helped me form who I am, and when he was not here, I really felt lost. I had my son, I had my mom, I had all this love for my family of nieces and a nephew and a brother and a sister and a sister-in-law and a brother-in-law and friends and you know, teachers and mentors and everybody that's been incredibly important to me in my life, but my father being gone, it smashed so much of what I thought I understood. And that's the irony of life. What we think we understand until life teaches us that, no, you actually understand fucking nothing. I was so confused as to why do we exist if we're all meant to die? What is the point? What is the purpose? Why are we here? To just have our hearts broken? To have to go through this process of undoing? Why? And in that moment when I said this out loud to my uncle after my father died, I realized that was the purpose, to ask the question, why? At least that's what I've come up with so far to ask ourselves what you could possibly be on this planet for. And so many of these are existential questions that don't actually have answers. So these become a theoretical conversation, but it helps to uncover deeper parts of ourselves and to maybe create that purpose because we are here. Like the concept of a whole planet covered by humans, if we were outside of this solar system looking over, or maybe even in the solar system on another planet, looking at Earth, and you didn't belong to Earth, what would this look like in the eyes of aliens or foreign species? The way we look at the concept of having other live forms elsewhere. And then... I wonder what they think the purpose of our planet is. So since, I don't know this answer, but there's something known as evolution, and there's been a life form on this planet for billions of years, there is some kind of a purpose to the existence of organisms. And we've all fought through a pandemic, so we know that there's so much more prominence of the existence of micro organisms that have so much more power than we give them credit for. So the gigantic human form isn't as powerful as those teeny microscopic viruses. So purpose of life. So when my father died, I had this process that I went through inside of myself. Why am I here? How am I going to give any purpose to this life? How am I going to be able to recover and come back from this really deep, dark, shadowy side of myself? And I evolved into a more spiritual person. I had always been spiritually inclined, less religiously, and I think I've said that in a previous podcast, so some of you may actually know that. But I really started to uncover my truth after having all of these questions and then conversations with my father through journaling. I used to write him letters. Actually, I wouldn't say just used to. I still do write him letters, have this journal that I didn't leave my side for a whole year and a half while I really grieved and really gave myself that permission to grieve I would go by oceans and sit by them and take my journal out and write and then run up to the ocean, take rocks and throw them into the water and scream and shout and cry out loud. All which I suggest to people to do when you're grieving, like to use your body and your soul connection and release. A lot of untapped grief results in depression and anxiety and sadness and disease in the future. So I have uncovered this beautiful part of myself that wanted to celebrate life through death. This is kind of ironic. Really? Die to recognize life? Well, isn't that the case for turning on a light? You recognize the dark or you recognize the light by being in the dark or by turning on the light. So in so many ways uncovering this soul's purpose of mine was a result of my father not being here in a physical form any longer. And my son is now 18. When he died, he was seven and had spent most of his childhood witnessing my father not feeling well. But he used to see his strength through that. He used to see the joy through that. He used to see his, just his spiritual essence through his being ill. And the only reason I know that is because the memories that my son has of him are not of him being so sick, but are of those bright moments when he would share maybe a smile, literally, or time, or telling him to read, (laughs) which was like the perennial joke in the family. But, you know, after all of that, it's the love that always is felt. It's the love that carries over. So his love of people, of humanity, was so huge. That's why I became a doctor. So when I say that there were so many things that I looked up to him for, some of that is rooted in my actual career path. I was five when I wanted to become a doctor, and that is only because I went on rounds with him. And I loved the way he was received by patients. I loved how he took care of patients. And I was five. It was pretty glamorous to walk around a hospital with your father who felt like the superhero to you. But the essence of what he did, caring for people, that permeated through everything he did, whether it was with a patient or whether it was with friends or family. He would make friends in the airplanes and then he would bring them home for dinners and then they would stay over for like weeks on end. That's the kind of person my father was. And they became family friends and still are decades later connected to our families He really had the gift of compassion, of community. And when he died, you know, they say a star is born when you die. A whole solar system was born for me when I think about him. I think about his impact, the lessons He was fearless. So he, at his age of death, was in his 60s. So he was very young. And he had ridden a motorcycle, flown an airplane, been a neurosurgeon, had a wife, had three kids, traveled every single continent, had the luxury of living in two different parts of the world, United States and India, had skied, water skied. I'm thinking of all the adventurous things people try to have these bucket lists. I think he did it all. He really left no stone unturned with experiences. And, wow, I hope that for duck just my son for, for myself. I was asked the other day, if I had a hobby that I haven't done yet, what would I want to do? So I was thinking about all the things I've done. I was pretty proud of myself that, Hey, there's a lot of things I've done. What do I not yet? What have I not yet done? And the one that came out to me was race car driving. I really want to go race car driving, but I also forgot that I haven't driven a motorcycle. I've been a passenger on one, but I haven't driven one. I have not ever flown a plane, but the funny thing is I didn't have a desire, but my father did. He had a desire for adventure. I'm very content sitting in my house since this pandemic doing A lot of my work and my life experiences in the last two years online. But really, is that what I want to do? Like, if I was told today, you don't have to worry about the pandemic at all. And that this COVID virus is 100% gone. Gone. Would I step outside and do new things? And uh, to be really, really honest, and I'm sure some of you out there listening will understand what I'm saying, my immediate response is, no, I'm comfy. Comfy. That's it. I am comfy. I have decided to make my comfort in my home. I'm also half cancer and half Gemini, so I'm a cusp born on 21st of June. So that crab part of me always likes security and likes home put that out there to just understand where that's coming from. But also there's this security that I've given myself by being in this house and now have given everything to myself that I need around me. But honestly, I miss concerts. I miss museums. I miss exploring. I miss adventure. I don't think... I miss the airports very much, but I really miss travel. So if there was a way to beam me up, I would be much happier than going into an airport and having to wait in line, and having to go through that and sit in an airplane. I used to love sitting in airplanes. Not so sure I would love that anymore. So I'm kind of all over the place in this conversation. I'm letting it go with the flow today. After all, it is my daddy's day. So he would have given me permission to be. So that's what I'm doing in this podcast for you all. is like these random thoughts in my mind and sharing them without a necessary subject line. I think when I do title this podcast, it will have something to do with my father. I don't know yet what it will be. But I do want to mention how important it is to have relationships with people. So I said my father, I mean, sorry, I said my son doesn't have a father. So obviously he was born. So he has some kind of contribution of sperm. So yes, there was an ex-husband and there was a father. But I say was because early on in my son's life, he terminated rights on him. He was six months old. So essentially, there is no father, meaning in the court of law, there is no right that he has to claim my son as his son. And therefore, he lost the privilege to be my son's father. Because I can tell you, it's a privilege to be my son's parent. I loved every and have loved every second of being his mother. So not having a father As I had said very early on in this podcast, how important it is to have that imprint of either the presence or the absence of the father in your development stage of life. And I look back and I see my son and I see where he's come from and who he has become. And he is an incredible human being with the biggest heart. And honestly, he has not missed the presence of his father. Sure, in his heart, there's been sadness and grief and loss, and that's a story for him to tell. But what I'm reflecting back is how solid he is as a person because of all these other people that are in his life. And that relationship building is what I'm talking about. That is so important. The people in his life, my father, who he called Daddy, my brother, who he calls Mamu, another father figure, my mother, my sister, my sister-in-law, his cousins, who he calls his brother and sisters, all of his friends, who we, when he was a baby, used to tell all the moms and dads that your sons and daughters are going to be his brothers and sisters. And 18 years later, he's still friends with those kids who are now all adults. And yes, they're very much like brothers and sisters. The community of the world becomes a family. All of us right now, sitting here, listening as I'm speaking to all of you, are a family. You're a family of listeners. You're also an energetic family. Like this entire planet, the presence of all of us is a conglomeration of energetic fields. We all impact each other, even when we don't speak. That whole feeling that you get when you see someone and you like or don't like them, and they haven't even spoken yet, you're picking up on somebody's energy. So maybe today my message from my father's celebration will be celebrating people you come across people you see not even people you necessarily talk to and if i could put a wish out there for today it would be for everyone today and every day moving forward smile at somebody you don't know smile at that person in the elevator as long as you don't look at like a creep <laughs> you know what i mean smile in a friendly way to people on the street Make people around you feel comfortable by giving love. And remember the impact you have on other lives. Your presence in other people's lives is so much bigger than you will ever know. All of us are a result of our company and our result of how we feel when we are with other people. So hold this message in your heart. If I can spread my father's joy and love through the world, through this podcast, I have achieved a purpose, a purpose of honestly, love. That may be my life's purpose. I have some years to go, I hope, before I have to tell everybody what that purpose is. Because I'm not ready to go yet. But then I'm not someone that controls that. I'm aware of that. And I'm actually okay with that too. And I'm okay with that because I know I've done good for myself i've followed my bliss i've been honest i've given my son what he needs so that's my message for the day on daddy's day spread some love spread some joy be kind keep loving thoughts in your mind And remember, you are such an important human, and your life means so much to so many more than you may even realize. And I am one of them who holds you in deep gratitude for being here, for showing up, for listening, for being a part of my journey. Wherever you may be in this world, I hope you all have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night. I look forward to Season 3 that will begin next week. And you will be in for some fun treats. Sending all of you lots of love. And remember to shine your light bright. Bye, everybody.